six or a cold ones, and whatever else trips your trigger, we're about to embark on a dynasty road trip. That's right. We'll tool around the back roads of fantasy football land, taking in the sights of 10 and 12-man dynasty leagues. But leave your keys at home, because here's your drivers, Ron and Jonah. Indeed. Uh, Ron, uh, we're coming back for part two of the Dynasty Draft Rookie episode. And let's get back to that uh, to that roundup, huh? Yeah, well. Uh, we left off, so let's, let's hit it. Uh, it's time to settle up at the bar and the bathroom. Top off that tank and grab one for the road, because we're about to take you around the league on a Dynasty Road Trip. Hell yeah. I believe we left off on a ferry. Yeah, um, we're taking the yeah. ferry across the Great Lake Michigan. Where Ron it, continues to drink whiskey in a can and talk about NFL draft picks. It's it'll be delightful. It is an expensive ferry, by the way. Yeah, um, it's 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 kind of a pointless ferry. You don't save that much time by driving around, and it costs quite a bit more than gasoline. Hmm. Good to know. So, yeah. So, um, anyways, then you get over to Green Bay. The state that, that we reside in. A um, lot of changes in Green Bay. Yeah. Um, changes at quarterback. Oh, no really? When did well, they, they did something at quarterback? I hadn't heard anything about that. Yeah, I think they lost Brett Favre. <laughs> um, now, uh, I, I know on your your other podcast you have a lot of over unders. We do. We that's so, a, it's a running joke. Do you have an over under on the amount of time before we see Aaron Rodgers' penis? <laughs> well, if he wants to be Brett Favre, he's going to have to send his dick to a reporter and then rip off the poorest of the poor people to tunes right. of millions. So until yeah. he does that, he will never truly fill Brett Favre's shoes. That's true. Or can we say fill his Wranglers <laughs> and his Crocs? <laughs> and his Crocs. Uh, well. Two, uh, three signings here, actually, that hmm. intrigue me. One is, um, let's, let's, I'm going to touch on the uh, wide receiver before I touch on the tight end situation. So Jaden Reed out of Michigan State is a guy that they grabbed, and normally yeah. um, he is going to be a, a starter. Like, Right away, kind of it, a number yeah. three wide receiver because they they are bringing Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs to the table as their top two wide receivers, both rookies last year. Right. Um, so, uh, Jaden Reed to me is a guy that that should go in the second round of a dynasty draft just because half the touches you're going to know what you got early with him. And Still, again, though, with Jordan Love there, I, I don't know. know that I want to gamble on those particular touches, but. I agree, but maybe but, he'll prove me wrong. I don't know. Again, all he's got to beat out is two guys who have one more year of NFL eligibility with them. So that's um, true. That's true. Again, there's probably three wide receivers in this draft that I'm going to draft thinking that they'll get on my roster this season. Uh, Read not one of them, but by year two, you'll know what you got. Right. Uh, okay. So let's talk about the tight end situation. Well, they're fucked. They let go of Robert Tunyon. So, I mean. Right. So, there there go your typical 22 targets a year to the tight end. <laughs> yeah, those so, are up for grabs now. So, let's split them, right? Because they drafted a top of the second round, they drafted Luke Musgrave. And top of the third round, they drafted Tucker Kraft. 
Um, obviously, Musgrave, because of draft capital, is the guy that's up, that's higher up there. Now, the interesting thing is, they still, ha- I believe, they still have Degura there. <coughs> um, so, again, Mus- Musgrave, uh, you alive over there? <coughs> Just making sure that you are alive. You got him. I, I don't know. I, I. I had to I had to get high for losing Tanya and I hit the pen too hard. Okay. Love um, you, Robert. So we are going to uh I'm gonna put Musgrave in a, a second round category. Okay. Um again just based on touches. You're right. I mean he's doesn't have a lot to beat out, but again t- we, we know tight ends just take a while to develop, so again Right. You're never getting a unless the guy goes in the first round, and sometimes even that is the exception. You are not going to put Musgrave in your starting lineup next year, right? <clears throat> and the thing is, here when you do switch quarterbacks, we don't know what Jordan Love likes to target. We knew Rodgers traditionally didn't look a lot to the tight end. I, there was a little bit of target share, usually more red zone, but not even necessarily. So as much as Rodgers would elevate wide receiver value, he didn't really do much for tight ends. Yeah, no, I agree. Maybe Love is a tight end guy. You don't know. I, I, I do know that uh, Matt LaFleur is. He was. LaFleur? LaFleur. LaFleur? Because um, when he was with Tennessee, the tight ends produced. Um, let, let's move on. We've okay. spent enough oh. time in. Oh, thank God. Let's go to the Texans, which normally we would really want to talk much about, but we're going to talk about the Texans. Cause gonna they have to, they changed half their offense. They did. Um, CJ Stroud is going there, which unfortunately moves one of our favorite <laughs> players, Davis Mills out of fantasy relevance Aww. entirely. I know. I know, I know. He was, he was painfully not exciting, but he had a good six weeks in his rookie year. One time, he really That's, did. He he had potential to not be bad. <laughs> He's got potential to be the backup in Houston. Yep. Um. <laughs> so I I I do think um yeah he's uh C J Stroud. I, I would again. This is where I'm the quarterback that I'm the least high on. Hmm. It's funny because I actually had him at the top of my quarterback board going into the draft. Uh, Basically, I think more based on size. But um, now that I see where he lands, I I don't know. Sleeper has definitely changed up where the rankings were. He was at quarterback two coming into this, and I think he's down more like four or five now. Well, I mean, Stroud, he's going to run. You know, there's there's the comparison to Michael Fields, which is just too easy to do. You know, uh, Michael Fields is is a phenomenal runner. Did I? I called him Michael Fields. Twice. Yeah, Justin Fields. (laughs) Man, I thought I was the one that was super high here. Uh, Not enough coffee. Uh, (laughs) Justin Fields, I mean, that's going to be easy comparison. Ohio State, Stroud coming in. Stroud can run. Fields can run. Don't don't get too caught up. You know, Malik Willis was going to be awesome at running too. So like until I see it. Now what I will say where Stroud does affect it is um, 
this might be a cornucopia of shit. He's throwing to Nico Collins, and uh, it does look like, is it Michi, right, that had uh, cancer? It does look like he's back and healthy. Really? Yep. So he did. I just just read that today that he's All right. In, well he's done. Participated in phase one. Let's give him a win. That's that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So he's coming back, and then I will say the guy that they drafted, Tank Dell, is a guy I really like. A wide receiver. He is. Uh, you know, we've been doing this comparison for a long time, but. He, he he could be uh, a Tyreek Hill type player. Um, very fast, great on the field. Uh, watch tape of Tank Dell. Really like the guy. I'm probably giving away for anyone that's in my fantasy drafts. <clears throat> Too much information, but I really really like Tank Dell. Well, I will say this, and I, in the same vein, I don't want to give away too much of my strategy, but any guy named Tank goes way the fuck up my board yeah yeah based on nothing else yes like tank i want him on my team yep yeah (laughs) he is uh i'm gonna nickname him right now i'm gonna call him tank delicious um so anyways i'm gonna move on from that but i do think uh in this offense they lost brandon they lost brandon cooks tank dell slots right into it nico collins right. is the only guy in that wide receiver car with experience because michi was a rookie last year that didn't play so tank dell becomes could be the number one wide receiver for houston uh by like week three and they still holding is it brevin jordan at tight end i will admit i do not know who the starting tight end is. i don't houston. either and i want to make sure they didn't pick someone up that i didn't forgot about Dalton Schultz, I knew it. Oh, duh, that's, oh, man, come on. Yeah. Dalton yeah. Schultz, look at that. That's what yeah. an upgrade. Yeah, so there we go. So Schultz is probably the number one wide receiver, number one target in that offense, really. <laughs> yeah, I, I would agree. So go get yourself some Dalton Schultz. All right, let's move to the Colts. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <clears throat> we almost got some intro there. Whoa. Whoa. Um. Okay, this is the quarterback that I don't mind saying I have one on my board. <laughs> um, there's talk of him being a, a developmental guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, we we know that he's going to be the quarterback of the future. Um, right. Gardner Minshew is probably going to take the the reins early on. Uh, but if An- Anthony Richardson looks good in the preseason, I guarantee they're just going to make him the starter. Right. Because the, the what you know Gardner. Gardner is there to make sure that Richardson doesn't look like an idiot. He's not there to be the long-term answer. Right. Total insurance policy. But the reason why I have Anthony Richardson so high up my board is his, just his makeup, his, his body size is phenomenal. Um, Right. You know, they call him a project. He hasn't, he hasn't played a ton, but I mean, this is a, this is a six, four, 244 pound, Man. quarterback with an athletic score of 99. Ah, damn. Um, and, you know, yeah, the Cam Newton comparison is there. But I just want to say this. Give me Alec Pierce and Michael Pittman over Dell and Nico Collins over, <laughs> uh, what's the other guy, over uh, Bryce Young has 
DJ Shark Thielen and, and Shark Thielen. Yeah. Like, like get, give me the guy who comes into young, exciting wide receivers with a running game with Jonathan Taylor. Oh. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Fucking picture fell on my soundboard. <laughs> You're too out drunk of to, I'm too drunk to soundboard. Um, that happens to the best Who of us. Who saw a pre-noon drunk coming? Ugh. Yeah, not I. That's the over-under on that was .5, so I guess we're going to cash that some bitch. I'm uh, too drunk to soundboard on the Dynasty Road Trip Podcast. Uh, we, we see that they took a uh, wide receiver in the third round, Josh Downs. I, I'm not interested. Like right. I said, I, I need to see Pittman and Pierce perform before I'm going to look at any third-string wide receiver with a rookie quarterback. So... <laughs> Richardson, I gave it away. Top what? Top quarterback on my board. Uh, if I needed, if I was actually going to start a guy, if I was actually in that spot in Dynasty that I needed a starter, I'm probably going Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. But if I want to stash a guy, Anthony Richards is my top quarterback. Hmm. Um, Jacksonville. Uh, oh. I like. You know what that means. We're going to have to get the timer fired up. We can only spend 30 seconds in Jacksonville. Are you ready? Easy. Okay, here we go. Tank Bigsby, third-round pick, will back up Travis Etienne. Solid, solid get because Etienne could easily get hurt. I'm done ahead of time. Oh, holy shit. There we go. We're 15 seconds to spare. Let's get the fuck out of Jacksonville. Kansas City Chiefs, let's just, you know, it wouldn't be an offseason if we don't talk about the wide receiver that's going to be the next big thing. (laughs) The next overpay. Uh, So here we go. Rasheed Rice, uh, second round pick. Um SMU, six foot one. Oh, he's six one. I was thinking he was a smaller guy. No, he's he's a okay. decent size. Yeah. I mean, of course, <clears throat> like he like he's exciting. It's just we're talking about we still have Tooney that was exciting. We have Sky Moore that was exciting. Right. We have all this scantling that came over that was exciting. And so all those guys got who are Patrick Mahomes talking up uh, Justin Ross last week. Got, got Justin Ross. You still have Travis Kels there. Rasheed Rice would be a guy that I would grab if he slipped because why not? Right. Because it's, if if he gets his way into that offense, which clearly you just named the guys that are quote unquote ahead of him. Right. Th- those aren't hard jumps. It doesn't sound like no. So he he replaces Juju Smith Schuster maybe, but I still think right. that. You know, Juju Smith-Schuster to me was a guy that was like had some games, but you weren't like, you know, top top 30, 30 to forty wide receiver. I like him as a player, not yeah. as a fantasy player. But if, if I'm starting a real team, I want Juju. If I'm starting a fantasy team, I do not. Yeah, and and I still I can't say that they're still searching. Like maybe Rasheed Rice is the guy. They've just keep searching and searching. No one's just taking the job yet. So, and we haven't seen Ross. And right. and and like I, I pointed out in one of the last episodes, if you're watching own shares across Sleeper, which clearly I do, in the last six weeks, Valdez Scantling was in the 70s. Ross was at 61. And in the last uh, month, 
they have flopped positions. Ross is yeah. now a 71% owned share and, uh, and Valdez Scandling is closer to 64. So the hype train on him, it has begun rolling uh, once again down the tracks. So yep. who knows? There's a wide open offense with targets and share or target shares to be had by anyone not named Kelsey. Anyone else not named Kelsey is fighting for them. And, yeah. uh, and it's, it's a reasonable gamble. I'll just make this argument too. Last year, there was actual legit talk that Sky Moore should be a top. I I know a guy who was debating him at pick five last year. I saw him go up there. Right. So, and then that didn't work. So, Rasheed Rice, people are going to be a a little bit like, oh, we did this last year. Rasheed Rice could be, could end up being a decent wide receiver. It's just uh, the Sky Moore thing, we don't know. We just don't know. So right. uh, let's let's move on to Las Vegas. Uh, uh, Michael Mayer, tight end, uh, pick four, round two. Wow. My number one tight end. Well, he's already gone in my 10-man. I mean, he the, there is very rare pieces. There's no Dawson Knox to compete with. They shipped Waller out. Um, Path to touches. Foster Moreau is is gone. So like, yeah. here here's your guy. This is the starting tight end for Las Vegas. Number t- number one tight end on my board in my draft on my board. He's top five. In fact, um, I put him if I'm drafting Bajan Gibbs Mayer. That's my that's my top three picks. Okay. Uh, and then in the third round, they picked up a guy named Trey Tucker, um, wide receiver. Uh, some somewhat interesting as kind of an investment. They do have Hunter Renfo. They do have Devonte Adams. They right. signed Jacoby Myers. So mm. again, draft capital. He's five nine. He's a slot receiver. So Hunter, he more slates to take Renfro's touches. And, and Renfro has kind of disappeared. Now they did lose Mac Man. Collins last year, so there is there is a spot, but we just don't know. We know what Derek Hard likes to pepper one receiver all over the place, Jimmy Garoppolo. We have no idea. So Trey Tucker draft capital drafted in the third round. He's probably on my board in the third round. Not excited though. No, not at all. Doesn't, doesn't arouse me in any way. I didn't even hit any sounders for him. No, you shouldn't. He's not worth a sounder. Mm, No, and I'm itching to hit one. I know you are. Well, let you want to hit a sounder here because I, I do. Okay. So this is my number one wide receiver in the draft. Well, this is wait, the tra- which team? We're we're moving to the Chargers. There we go. Sounder complete. And my number one wide receiver in the draft personally is Quentin Johnston out of TCU, going pick twenty one to the Chargers. Um, they also took a wide receiver in the fourth round with Darius Davis, but um, Keenan Allen is about to hit the wall. Yeah. And Justin Herbert is a phenomenal quarterback and they spent pick 21 draft capital alone says this guy's a future wide receiver for them. So they look uh, to get him on the field at that point in the draft. I'm all in on Quentin Johnson. He's a big dude. Oh, Um, that size. Oh man. Was he six, four? He is huge. Yeah. I think he's six, four. Um, Love that. You can't I mean, teach six foot four. He did have or six three. He did have some oh, issues man. with uh, with catching uh, with dropping some catches. Um, oh. But 
you know, yeah, that's a great comparison. Elshon Jeffrey. It's a great comparison. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that that that's fantastic. It does so, scare me off a little now that you say it. Yeah, I mean, but that was Je- what Jeffrey was, wasn't it? He was a touchdown machine. Uh, had a few big games, but yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. That's why it scares me off. I felt a little better better when I thought there was a higher ceiling, but. Alshon, okay. No, I still gamble on him. Said uh, for for every Megatron, there are forty three um, uh, uh, Devin Funchesses. Yeah, <laughs> but but I will still I will still lean towards size. Um, any any opportunity that I am given. Yep. Uh, we're gonna go to Los Angeles Rams. Whoop. And we are now done with the Los Angeles Rams. Um. I mean, really, they... Yeah, I'm good on that. <laughs> what surprises me... Backup most, quarterback. Yeah, backup quarterback. What surprises me the most is that uh, another post-draft winner is Cam Akers. Yeah. I mean, that's you talk a, good, about a good call. You talk about a guy who they wanted to get rid of in the middle of the season last year, mm-hmm. and now he comes back as clearly the starting running back. So yeah, He came uh, on late looking good, and you figure, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, that's nice, but they'll replace him early in the draft. And Wow. Okay. They, so Cam Akers is the winner. I, I don't want any of the other rookies. I don't want any of their rookies. That's fair. Um, Miami Dolphins. Oh, wait a minute. I, I, I got a different sounder for them. Oh. Yeah. Oh, hang on. I got to load the soundboard. <laughs> Dolphins. Okay, there we go. Uh, they had very few picks, but one, I think... A telling thing they did is they took. I'm gonna butcher this guy's name. Oh, please do. Okay, can can I intentionally butcher his name? Why not? Gonna, uh, okay, they took Davon Akane. Devin a chain. A chain. You know what? You just made the list. Yeah, he. Uh, so here's the interesting thing with him, and uh, you can see this. If you look at my screen here, you can see I like this little note. Will eventually be average starter. Um, <laughs> oh, god damn. I'll take average starter. Comparison, Leon Washington. So Leon Washington no, wasn't an average starter. No, he's he was a not. fucking third down back. What are you what are you yeah. giving me here? How big is he? Five nine and a half, one eighty yeah. something? Okay. Yeah. I mean So right. I mean right. I think people are gonna be tempted to take this guy. He um, was already gone in the top five in my second ten man. Yeah, uh, not smart to me to take. I, him I understand with the offense theoretically the guys he's got to beat a thirty-year-old Mostert. I understand making the move, but but that's like the, I said just looking at those measurables. I don't think they're penciling him in as a starter. But that's the problem. That that's exactly that is exactly the problem with the Dolphins is that they're not a one-back system. Yeah. Like, yeah, they, like, they want to get this little 5'9 yeah. guy on the outside and let yeah. him go burn by. It's, uh, <clears throat> yeah. I, I, do th- I do think McDaniels is the next Bill Belichick of running backs. I really do. I think he's building it that he's got a speed guy and a power guy and a third down guy. And- Goddamn analytics, man. It's yep. a lot easier to find three guys to do three things than one yep. guy that can do all three of them well. It's yep. not even close. It's just so dumb I- to think that's the way to do it. So I, I, I'm personally not in on him. I think people will overdraft him. And it's already happening. Right? Yep. Uh, here is, uh, we're going to the Minnesota Vikings. 
Uh, only one wow. thing of note here: Jordan Addison. Wow, Ooh. what a what a steal! Right, my, this is my number two wide receiver personally. Um, y- y- you want to say path to touches and going into a great spot? Right. Be the guy opposite the best wide receiver in the NFL. Be that guy because right. guess what? You will only draw single coverage all day you long. Never get all day long. Never get double teamed. That was Juju on the opposite yeah. side of Antonio Brown. And as soon as Antonio Brown was gone, Juju became real average. Um, yeah. That buys you a lot with NFL coverages. It certainly does. And, and we, we saw this with Adam Thielen. I mean, yeah. Adam Thielen's gone. Addison slots into that. Thielen into was, that spot. That's right. right. So, like, uh, Addison, to me, like, you, you want immediate production? Mm-hmm. Addison, if if you're in the rookie draft and you're like, I need a wide receiver to play week right. one, Jordan Addison's your guy. If you got a little bit of wiggle room, uh, the dude from the uh, Chargers is my my pick, but Addison is very close number two. He should, yeah. Their slot guy, whose name I already forgot, is staying in the slot. Addison should, yeah. And I am twenty five percent own share in him. And I, wow, I did his value well. just tank? I know. I own him as well. And get a oh, sack of old plums for him. Yeah, I tried to get that. And Me too. I like old yeah. plums every once and again. I do like them. All right, let's move on. Oh, that good. We're not. Uh, oh, let's go to oh, the. Pa- let's go to the Patriots. <laughs> Patriots do what the Patriots do, and we're done. <laughs> there we go. Feels not good. A, not a single thing changed in New England, yeah. except that. They lost Jacoby Myers. Oh, replaced him with uh, Juju. So, yeah, that's Sorry, an Juju. even swap. Don't yeah. don't care. Saints, <laughs> one pick, one guy. I love Kendra Miller, running back out of TCU, in the third round, going to the Saints. Okay, absolutely love the guy. Love the player. Love the situation. Um, Isn't he the three, though? Yeah. Behind okay. you. Let's, let's look at that roster. Jamal. Jamal Williams. And and you know who? Oh, Elvin. Elvin. Kamara. Yeah. That seems like a very, it seems like a daunting path to touches for him. Uh, explain yourself, sir. Okay. Explain myself in this way. I believe this is Elvin Kamara's last year with the Saints. No, I can get with that. That's fair. I also believe Jamal Williams is 27, 28. All right. Um, I believe the Saints have done a pretty good job of building their wide receiver core. They've brought in Derek Carr to stabilize the offensive passing situation. Right. I believe... Their defense has been up there. They're only going to get better on defense. You can see their top two picks were line, defensive line investments. Right. Um, Wait, are you saying that when it comes to uh, the Saints, you've got a sizzling hot takes? I do. I do. I'm going to say Kendra Miller wins the starting job and replaces Elvin Kamara to start the 2024 season. 
All right, that is a hot take. I uh, I will be I, and I'm not even inclined to disagree with you. Uh, it's uh, let's, that's let's, reasonable. Let's, that could totally happen. All right. Let's, well, let's, let's see how it plays out. Let's look at some comps here. Okay, this is a five eleven two fifteen. So he fits in my uh, the mold that I like. Right, nearly six foot, over two hundred. Got to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, look at his combine numbers. Really up in the top echelon there. Uh, no comp on here, but oh, I will say no this. comp. Well. Yep. Uh, the last running back that came out of TCU that made an impact in the NFL was the Damian Tomlinson. <laughs> yeah. So um, did he ever? Yeah. So I, I'm just kind of. That's my. That is the guy in this draft that I'm sneaky high on, and I will okay. tell you, if he slips to me in the Saltpeter app, <laughs> mm. uh, I will be taking him. The with flaccid that pick. wiener league. Yeah, I will be taking him with that pick. And I, there's someone who listens to the podcast who's in that league, so you cannot release it till I until I say it's okay. Okay, that's fair. We're going to the Giants. Oh and, shit. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited about one guy. That wide receiver? That Jalen Hyatt guy. Path to touches. And man, so we got we got a six foot guy. Okay. Um look if you look look at his if you're looking at my screen, look at this. I, mean, I thought got, you were talking about his hair. That is fantastic. No, no that, that is legit as well. It is. Like this he'll, guy more. He just moved up my board. He'll part defenders like his hair. <laughs> um. <clears throat> so he's got great. He's got production, athleticism, and combine. Like he's in the top three on all three of those categories. Oh, all um, right. And they waited till round three to get their wide. That's yeah. Wow, it Desha- seems like a glaring need there for them to wait that long on. Deshaun Jackson comparison. Oh, uh, projected okay. that he should have gone in the first two rounds. It's a um, guy I, I drafted high in a redraft league back in the day. Yeah. So uh, for me, Jalen huh. Hyatt is a uh, because of his the spot he lands because of the offense that's there and because he fills a role for the Giants that they just don't have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm very high on Jalen Hyatt. And what's it? What's his forty time there? I'm not seeing it. Uh, did they give me 40 times? Should be right down. 4-4? Four, four. A 4-4. Four, four. That's plenty. Yeah. Goddamn. All right. Yep. Yep. We know what this sound is? Ah. That is me screwing the lid off of a jar of whiskey because I'm... Uh, let's have another. You're going for it. What yeah. flavor is it today? Is this just straight whiskey or is it some... No, no, no. This is still whiskey in a can. This is oh, still house. that's the still house. I have seen the still house. Yeah, it says America's finest, but I can only assume that they forgot to put whiskey in a can after that because the only thing it could be the finest of is canned whiskey because it's definitely not any other kind of whiskey. I feel like they. I feel like what happened is they made a mistake and they're like, you know what? This kerosene, we could sell it as whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> America's finest uh, scented lamp oil. You can also get drunk on it. We're going to do the other New York team. Okay. Jets. <gasps> um, that, that's, there's nothing that they did in the draft. Obviously, getting the, um, 
getting Aaron Rodgers changes the entire outlook of the team. I, oh, did I, they? I didn't hear anything about Aaron Rodgers all off season. Yeah, no. Um, a, huh. appar- apparently, I thought apparently he was, this was a little under the table deal. Well, yeah, I thought he was in Green Bay and totally gruntled. But uh, no. you're telling me he was disgruntled. Yes, his gruntle was dissed. Hadn't heard anything about that. I was it. I assumed totally gruntled. This is news. Wow. Uh, and if if I'm being a hundred percent honest, because you know I I live. That's in what we do here. Yeah, I know we're we're honest. Mm-hmm. Um, to I, a fault, goddammit. it. To a fault. I I don't like Aaron Rodgers because I've watched had to watch him and hear about him for a long time. But but he's he's kind of got like a Tom Brady feel for me, where hmm. where I res, I respect the man. His career, I, I hate his personality. Um, oh, see, I love it. Yeah, see, that's like the, the thing is, like you said, we had to watch and deal with him. But my favorite part has been watching in the last three years all of these totally insulated, entitled Packers fans who think that the norm is to have thirty plus years straight of Hall of Fame quarterback play. Yeah, slowly start to turn on him, and it's like, oh. Oh really? You oh you don't need him. He's not that good. He should get out of town with all of his complaining. Oh well, I say, sir, let me jot this down. Uh, I will check back with you in nine months. Yeah, yeah, and and I, and I do. Yeah, I will say this: he's going to make the Jets better this year. Oh, for sure. They if they had any kind of competent play last year, they're in the playoffs. <laughs> and in fact, you know what their best option was at quarterback last year? Yeah. You, you know. You Just know the, do it. Just okay. hit it. Bye. Just hit it. All right. You've been Flacco. If they have anything more competent than Joe Flacco at quarterback, they waltz into the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, I, I agree. I just. It's such a big investment for a player who's, you know, two years is probably his his ceiling of of playing time. And Still, you got shots at two Super Bowls in those two years. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the I, I will say seems solid. They have built a wide receiving core. Brees Hall comes back, and they've got Michael Carter as a solid backup. Mm-hmm. Shit, they. I mean, you say I, I'm not a fan of Conklin, but uh, Seth Rogers doesn't use him anyway, so. Zonovan Knight. I mean, Garrett Wilson becomes a top ten wide receiver easy mm-hmm. with Rodgers there. So like, there's a he elevates everyone's numbers on that team. Yes, and that's why you know that that Kansas City wide receiver bump in the draft is what used to happen in Green Bay. <laughs> but uh, yeah. that ain't attached to Green Bay. It's attached to Rodgers. The only thing that I would say that Aaron Rodgers doesn't elevate by um, becoming a Jet is Aaron Rodgers. Hmm. I don't know. You just we just listed off his offensive core. Look at what he's been dealing with for the last half a decade. I mean, granted he had Devonte in there, but Devonte it wasn't that great when he started and and they've given him nothing since. He kept advocating and getting the re-signing of Randall Cobb and yes. there was room on the roster for that. I mean, it, it wasn't even just a favor to Rodgers. It was, oh, we do need another wide. And is in his defense, his number two wide receiver was Alan Lazard. Oh, we completely forgot to mention him in the wide receivers in New York. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. That's, I mean, yeah. the guy who was yeah. his one last year is now like his three. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. It'll, it'll be interesting to see. Would, would you be up- motivated, man? That's the big thing. I mean, you could just tell he was burnt out. He's- would you give up anything for him? For Rodgers? Yeah. <clears throat> so, I mean, I, I would give up something for Rodgers, but it's going to A, depend on what my uh, – my roster construction is I've got to be ready to win right now. And I still wouldn't pay a lot uh, in dynasty. I mean, he's got two uh, years. I would guess uh, the, the jets are already talking about a contract extension, but you know, we'll, we'll see how this year goes, but I think he's got more in the tank than uh, the, the local Packer fans around me think he's got, I think motivation's a big key with a guy like him and he's yeah. got the arm talent. Once he's motivated and finally has some help, I'm just glad we stole that fucking tackle out from under him uh, due to the Rodgers trade. Did you yeah. see that? Yeah. 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 That was like, thank you, Aaron. That pick swap from uh, 14 to 16 or whatever it was allows the Steelers to get ahead of the Jets with the aforementioned Patriots because, you know, Belichick loves trading down. So it's. Yeah, I'm yep. I'm loving it. We got a great tackle, uh, which uh, is probably all he's going to be missing. Yeah, I, I would. Th- this is how I would take Rodgers on a dynasty. If I was not two quarterbacks deep and I thought I had a run in me, I would tr- give up a third round pick in this year's draft to make Rodgers my backup quarterback. I'd go as high as a two, depending on where Ooh. I pick. It, it depends where I pick. I'm not giving up a fucking two one for Rodgers. Um, are you talking second half of the second? I'd give up a two six. Who are you wow. getting at two six? You you take take a rookie quarterback there and then wait. That's two what years? I'm saying. You you got to decide that that's that's a great spot. It depends where your roster is. I've got uh, a couple of teams where I, I've got you know if all I had was a young quarterback and needed a vet, I'd tote a two six all day. Um, of course I, I am on my third uh, whiskey in a can. So that's I mean, true. That's just. A, I actually put That's that in true. the nasty. Do you see that in the chat? I'm going to start drinking. If you guys want to offer trades, now's the time. Oh. Nobody came up for 1-1. So. Oh, yeah, I did I did see that. We're going to go. I'm going to clean up a little bit. This is embarrassing. <laughs> okay. There. Oh, you can see my spine. Okay, we're going to go to Philly. Um, draft-wise, uh, nothing but then... As the draft is wrapping up, they trade for DeAndre Swift. Nice, um, nice, nice addition there. Yeah, phenomenal. Uh, hurts the value of two players. Um, greatly hurts the value of Rashad Penny. Yes. Uh, who we thought might be like if he sur- – like I was I – w- until that trade went through, I was like, dang, Eagles are really – like there's talk of the Eagles going Bajan Robinson at one point. And I was like, wow. Yeah. Penny's going to come out on the other side of this looking like great. Um, well, that's the I, problem. To me, if an NFL franchise invests in Penny and doesn't do anything to back him up, I don't think they know what they're doing. So well, as much as I liked Penny having the opportunity of those touches, I don't think he can stay that healthy. So adding Swift tells me they've got the proper read on Penny's uh, value and health, and that they don't want to workhorse one guy. That's not their deal. No, I just thought because they – had bought, because they re-signed Boston Scott, they brought in Rashad Penny, and they still have Kenneth Gainwell. I thought they might right. feel good about where they were, and it looked like it. But yeah, so Swift obviously his value goes up getting out of Detroit, especially after the Gibbs trade, and 
Um, if he can, if he is what we thought he was, sky's the limit for him. If he really was a, a bust, then um, you know the Eagles didn't pay a lot for him. That's the thing. The Eagles only paid a fourth rounder to get Swift. Right. So right. It wasn't, and it and was even if you only move. if you plan on using him as nothing more than a, a third down back, that's a fantastic upgrade on Boston Scott. I mean. Yep. Yeah, even even if you're only using one small part of his skill set, great compliment to Penny, and and makes me feel better about them honestly. Because like I said, if you're if you're staking the farm on Penny staying healthy, ooh wee, is that a fucking gamble? Yeah, it is. All right, where else do we need to go here? Well, interesting enough, we're going to go to Pittsburgh. But <gasps> offensively, they didn't do anything in the draft. But quite frankly, they didn't need to. Um, no, the thing for me was that we've mentioned how much I'm in love with size. and uh, I, You have mentioned that you do love size. I had my top tight end on my board was a six foot seven, 270-pound Washington. As I was like, man, you can't teach six foot seven. So uh, when he went to Pittsburgh, uh, really lowered his value for me. It pretty much took him right off my board. Yeah. Um. Now, my brother did mention the other day before the draft that I didn't realize there have been whispers about Fryermuth's uh, compounding concussions and that if he gets a couple more, he might be done, which is not something I had heard. So when he told me that, uh, yeah, that six foot seven tight end coming in there to compliment Gentry makes more sense and makes me, <coughs> frankly, them taking him there kind of makes me nervous about Fryermuth's long term outlook. Yeah. yeah um, I don't think you do that if you think Fryermuth's good to go for five to ten years. Yeah, I agree. I still don't think in fantasy world you can draft the guy. No, I agree. No. Uh, even with that being said and knowing my Steelers, I took him right off my board. Yeah. Um, let's move down to... I will say the end of the alphabet did not do a lot of moves. Well, uh, I don't know if that's a trend. Um you know, the uh, the San Francisco 49ers, they took a tight end, a tight end in the third. I mean, Kittle's, oh, yes. Kittle's there. Unless Kittle gets hurt, it's not you're not going to draft him. Um, they took no running backs. Every, everything stays the same in San Francisco. The big question, of course, is, is it Trey Lance or Brock Purdy? It looks like it's Brock Purdy. The question is, is Brock Purdy ready for week one? The, the timeline, is, I looked it up this morning. They call his injury return timeline indefinite. Not yeah. a good word. Well, his actually, the when they went and looked at surgery, they found that they need to do less than what they initially thought. That's good. And so, the surgery was later than I thought. I thought he got it in, like, March. Yeah. That kind of yeah. took me aback. Yeah. I think Didn't you do that in December or January and be like... Yeah, so they're still not 100% on him being back for the start of the season, which gives Lance a window to maybe yeah. take his job back. But, you know, we shall see. Well, the Seahawks um, really <laughs> messed up two players' values. Um, you know, Jackson Smith, not going to say his last name. <laughs> you can't. You can't – I'm not going to do it. Um, Jackson Smith – You know what? what? You just made the list. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to try. I mean, he's the number one 
wide receiver off the board. Um, I, I don't like the pick, and I'll tell you what. I'll give you a free, few reasons why I don't like the pick. One is that he's the number three next year. Right. Geno Smith's his quarterback. I know Geno mm-hmm. is a nice story. Right, um, but I'm not extrapolating that out to the next three years and thinking he's keeping that up. And then if you look at his – we're sharing screens here. His production and his athletic score are pretty terrible. Not that everything is you know dependent on those these arbitrary numbers. You got to see how the player is on right. the field. But but he's gonna be the number two to Metcalf when Lockett goes, and it's either gonna be Geno uh, Geno Smith or a rookie quarterback more likely over, yeah. over the next four years. So I'm not you know I am not gonna take him as my number one wide receiver. I would have to put him prize my number, my fourth wide receiver because of his draft capital. Yeah, but like I don't want to have to draft this guy. Well, sleeper pre-draft rankings had him at number two overall. Yeah, what do you so, mean? So yeah, that's uh, you know what? Let me let's check that. I guess they moved him to three. Is all they've lowered him? They've got that uh, Detroit running back currently sitting as the second player on the board. Um, yeah. Wow. I thought they dropped him further. Yeah. I just, I'm with you though. I'm not, uh, I like the talent, but I'm not sold on the landing spot. Not inclined to take him probably where you're going to have to take him to be able to get him. Yeah. Too high for my taste is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, well then let's, let's talk about the other thing. Kenneth Walker's value. Oh wow! Did they ever? I mean, what the fuck, guys? Because they. I mean, they is took, he still uh, coming back from an injury? Is he going to be ready week one? Uh, yeah. There's a question of that, but like the thing then is, I like, get it. Kind like you got to have, but you know, that's a that's a second round running back, which is where Walker was. So right, but it's not cost prohibitive, and you let Penny go without paying. I mean, man, I think he got way more than Seattle would have been willing to pay him. So essentially, you just kind of slot him into Penny's spot, and I don't think it's that prohibitive. Yeah, yeah. I Especially if you got any kind of injury concerns on a running back, you've really got to do a good job of backing that up. I, like I said, Philly, they were making me nervous, just like yeah. look like they were all in on Penny. And it's like, ooh, that ain't uh, you. You better rethink that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, I get it. It does. Definitely. It takes shine off a walker. You're not getting what you were getting for him in a trade a week ago, but uh, he's still got a chance to retain his job. Maybe they go 50-50. Who knows? But if he's not ready to come back week one, that pick makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. Better than you getting off the free agency wire. It's true. It's just if you're a uh, Kenneth Walker owner – you're not excited about that happening. Right. Like I said, you, you're getting way less for him in a trade than you were 10 days ago. It was, yep. uh, I still like him. I still think he's a horse, but, uh, but yeah, value definitely dinged in the short term. Um, Tampa Bay really did nothing <gasps> offensively in the draft. So yeah. we can move right on from them. Um, 
Fournette is still out there as a free agent, as is Ezekiel Elliott. Okay. Um, so some some teams will there'll be some injuries that Fournette and uh, Ezekiel Elliott might become relevant. Fournette better drop a few pounds. They ain't uh, they ain't bringing you in uh, at two sixty. Um, let's move on to Tennessee. <gasps> hmm. Uh, hmm. And uh, hmm. I would say. Hmm. Yeah, I, I will yeah. Levis. And uh, I guess you're bringing a Kentucky guy to Tennessee, so theoretically you kind of satisfy that aspect. But, uh, wow, I, clearly they've got no value on Willis. <laughs> the, the the project I don't think is coming along the way that uh, they were hoping. Yeah. Right now you've got a, a Willis, Will Levis, Ryan Tannehill quarterback room, and uh, – I'm just going to hit the button. Yeah. That makes yeah. me sad. Makes me sad. Tajay Ty, Ty Ty Spears got drafted in the third round. Like we mm-hmm. talked about Haseen Hackskins. Yeah. Uh, value drops. Spears is there. Uh, right. So I mean, as long as, as long as they still have Henry, he's going to take 95% of all the touches. So unless they move him or he gets hurt, basically anybody behind him isn't getting any real time. Yeah. So Spears is a, a, a good third round pick. You might as well take a gamble on because you'll know within two years if he, if they would try him as a starter. Right. Right. That so. window on Henry starting to close. So yep. that that's why Haskins was such a gamble last year was that, Hey, maybe he's the guy who's standing to fill that role. If an yep. injury or a trade and now, now Haskins has been moved back a, a slot. So yeah, I think it might be a safe cut. I just cut him today and in my 10 man is of course. Um, well, la- last team, the Washington commanders, which I, I've heard rumors that they might not, uh, <clears throat> might, might not be the Washington commanders. Good. Cause I, I want to go back to football team. Yeah. I, I I loved it. Um, I mean, that's stupid. If you're going to sell the fucking team, why would you go and rebrand before you sold them? You're going to add 5% to the value just based on that whoever comes in gets to do that rebrand. Yeah. You're like, oh, I can yeah. name them what I want. And this is a fun thing. It's like an expansion team, but it's already established. So now nah, we're going to name them. Then we're going to give them a shitty name. And then we're going to sell them. And then you can rename them with a warehouse full of shit with the new team name on it. Yeah. Daniel Snyder, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's, uh, well, that, that was, that's kind of a anticlimactic. It was ending Washington commanders, but, um, why, why don't we round this out? It's been a, a long session here, but let's, uh, why don't you give me you you up for this? Why don't you give me a player, and I'll do the same at each position that okay. you think, regardless of if they're rookies or vets, of you think gain the most value this off season between free agency and the NFL draft. Um, let's start with the quarterback. Whose value do you think has gone up the highest? Since the end, since free agency in the NFL draft, quarterback who's gone up the highest. 
Um, let me see here. I gotta save this file before I forget. Fuck all this up. Okay, there we go. Quarterback whose value has gone up the most. Um, God, I, I don't know. To me, it feels like Rodgers. Yeah. Like he's, uh, he's been a guy that we pointed out earlier consistently over the years. Any rookie that's drafted there gets this immediate bump in value because they're with Rodgers. They're not giving him any <laughs> offensive weapons in the top half of the draft. So generally, um, these are low-round players that are getting a bump. Now he's going to an offense that's got high-round talent. So as much as he elevates them, I think they elevate him. They make uh, those last couple of years of his career way more valuable. Yeah, I, I'm gonna say, um, I'm gonna say Justin Fields. Okay, I'm gonna say just by adding. Um, DJ Moore, the Darnell Mooney and Chase Claypool's second yeah. year in the system and uh, bringing in Tunyon, Tunyon as your number two tight end. I'm going to say Fields, uh, you know, with that running, with his ability to run, man, and now he's got actual real weapons. Like DJ Moore can can allow him to learn how to be a quarterback in the NFL. Um, uh, running back. Running back that's gained value. Hmm. I've I've got my guy. I think I, we both have our guy. I kind of have a tier of guys, and that's basically yeah. every team that didn't draft a running back. So, like James Conner, uh, uh, even uh, in Pittsburgh, uh, basically any team that had a lead back that didn't draft a running back, they seem like they gained value. I'm going. I have a tie. I have two guys. I can't okay. decide. All right. Uh, I'm going Pollard and Sanders. Okay. J- just I'm going Pollard because we've been waiting for it forever, and we saw last right. year it's it's legit. When he handled the workload, it was insane. And um, on, on the other end of things, I would say. Uh, with Sanders, just watching what Foreman did last year behind that offensive line, right? Like Sanders is a much better running back than Foreman, and they clearly plan on giving him the full workload. So, yep. yeah, that's that's true. I said, I, yeah, it's like again another team that didn't draft a running back: Sanders, Najee, Connor. Any team that, that, that didn't have somebody encroaching on touches—that's a win. Yep. Yep. Uh, let's go wide receiver. Gaining value. Um, I'm going to piggyback on my quarterback and say it's Wilson. Um, he's the best guys he's had throwing to him. We, we covered that earlier, too. It's That's been the quarterback cornucopia of shit for the last mm-hmm. few years. And they, wow. <laughs> not, not only are they no longer a cornucopia of shit, they've gone the entire uh, – Opposite end of the spectrum. Best quarterback they've ever had in franchise history. Yeah. Uh I, I can I can agree with that. Um I, I, again I'm gonna give something away, but I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna say the guy that I'm Wow. <laughs> you don't wanna do it, do you? I don't really, but 
I'm gonna. I mean, I'm, yeah, I won't release it till after we get through the nasty. Okay. I, I, I'm going Jalen Hyatt from the Giants. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That just just because there, there's a, a team devoid of of a number one wide receiver, and right. you got a you got a number one wide receiver type player. So that's why I'm going at tight end. Um, at tight end, I've I've got my guy is uh, Irv Smith in Cincinnati. Hmm. Yeah, they didn't do anything to address the backup situation there. Oh, yeah. well, it feels like we need to wrap. You got to give me your tight end, then we got to get off because things are rolling. Who's got? Yeah, it's going to be hard to say somebody uh, had more value than Irv. I can't think of anybody else offhand. Yeah. And All right. Minnesota got a tight end. Well, they trade for Hawkinson. Yeah, then I guess Hawkinson maybe just based on they didn't add anything there at all. Yeah, he looked good last year, so yeah, he looks great for the second half of the season. Full year in Minnesota. Yeah. I'm sure they'll bring back Kyle Rudolph somehow. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. You well, don't want to. I know. This is great. Let's get off here and start drafting. Good time. Yeah, yeah. I'm good and I'm good and hammered. So uh, I'm going to take a leak and uh, maybe get one more drink and start strapping in for some movement. So uh, yeah, draft is out of the way. Uh, stay tuned here to Dynasty Road Trip. We'll we'll keep you updated on all the off season shenanigans. Awesome. Good talking to you. All right, man. Ooh.